I'm truly enjoying the dedicated shitting with the door open fans. So am I. I've, I've never had fans so dedicated. It's lovely. <laughs> I'm enjoying the constant rat fucks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> just the guy on the way out just went, not a rat fuck moment amongst it. <laughs> They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley, the other one is Wads. It's not really Wads, it's Wade. But Wade doesn't rhyme with dads. It's shitting with the door open. <laughs> bums on bums. Get it's shitting bums with the door. <laughs> <laughs> yummy, yummy. Get a bummy in my tummy. <laughs> I'm so hungry. I might eat an ass. <laughs> yummy, yummy. <laughs> bummy in my tummy. <laughs> I haven't slept. That's <laughs> the truth. I can't remember the last time I had a proper sleep. Oh, man. So funny because I was getting ready. I was like, oh, what time should I come over today? And then I got there and I just lost it. <laughs> like, it was pretty funny. I said, I haven't slept underneath it. <laughs> I was playing to the right audience. <laughs> Shitty with the door open. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. And this is the one year anniversary. Oh. Roughly. Round about. Oh, you know. Yeah, no, give or take a few days. I think it's like on the 22nd or something. We should still do mutual wristies. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they say? The first year is for wristies, the second year is for fisties. <laughs> <laughs> Twisties are the third year. Real change of pace. <laughs> really changes up three years in. What are you doing? It's our third year anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm twisting your dick off. <laughs> <laughs> I just meant twisties that you eat. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, far out. Imagine start. just tuning into this for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the first time, listeners. <laughs> it doesn't get any better. <laughs> well, no, nah, there's a lot of heart here. There's a lot of heart. <laughs> Deep underneath it all. Way, way down. <laughs> way you, re- down. you really got to dig. Way, yeah, really dig deep. Go in deeper. <laughs> <laughs> it's the second that. year. <laughs> We're back to the festies. <laughs> what is happening? Well, oh, I'm on a, a birthday. Birthday party hangover. Oh, because it was Leonard's birthday. Yesterday. Happy birthday to the big man. Leonard turned eight. Absolute and I had Eight. Eight. Yes. Honestly, it, fuck, man. I remember when he was born. Yeah. You know what I mean? I remember like coming to his like, second birthday yep. and hanging out with yep. him when he was two, like the same age as Silla was now. Yeah. Amazing. Rapidly Just, growing. It goes, like they say it goes so fast. Yeah. But it goes so fast. Yeah, and also, fuck it drags on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like both. It's like, we're in like this like black hole of time yeah, totally. where like time is like warped and like gravitational <laughs> things where it's like being stretched and condensed at the same time. That's exactly parenting. That is parenting. Yeah. Fuck Stephen Hawking. Like he never <laughs> warned us about that, did you, Count? <laughs> so I had suggested uh, to Leonard and to uh, Leonard's mother that maybe uh, seven years of straight birthday parties, we could have the eighth birthday party uh, yep. year off. Agreed. And we had a birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> That's also how it's going to go in my house. <laughs> I just genuinely, I, I stand by this, kids shouldn't have birthday parties You every don't need year. it every year, like every Every second year is yep. fine. Yeah. Well, this is what I got. It, our, our family, all four of us, it was the same thing. We had, I don't even know how mum and dad came up with this plan. Yep. You had a birthday party when you were six. You had a birthday party when you were 12. And you had a birthday party when you were 18. And then obviously you're 21st. And that was it. Excellent. That was it. 
I remember having like a, a sleepover when I was like 11 and I told like, I got like all these kids come around, got some of the cool kids. Yeah. I think a couple of them smoked Ooh. as well. Very cool. 11. Very cool. <laughs> they came from quite broken homes looking back. <laughs> very, Rough area of New Zealand. Very troubled youths. <laughs> and I told them we could all watch like uh, WrestleMania 3 or 4, whatever the latest WrestleMania was because we're big into wrestling. Yes. Ultimate Warrior, Hulk yeah. Hogan, Rick Rude. Awesome. It was just the best. Great era. Oh, it was the, it was the best era. And then... Um, but I only had like SummerSlam '88, so whatever that was, oh, and then oh, that fucked it, fucked it. They'd yeah. all seen it, and I was I was real dead shit. I was <laughs> such a nerd until fucking until my cousin took me to see like a uh, Terminator Two at the movies, and I was fucking back on. Top. Oh, you're back up the top, back up the top. I only could at school to see Terminator Two. I've said that before. I'll say it again. Top dog, top dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Look, we would have always done something for our birthday. It wasn't like we were Jehovah's Witness. We no, didn't. No, no, no. We, we had like not... a nice thing for a birthday. Yeah, you have a cake and you. I had one when I was five. Had one when I was like six, yeah, stuff, yeah, but it wasn't yeah. every year. Yes, you know what I mean. That's there was the not point. a birthday party every year. All that to say, it was a wonderful time in the park yesterday. Lovely, we did it, uh, just across the road. Uh, no, around the corner at St Kilda Botanical Gardens. Ooh, very nice area, uh, actually. It was a beautiful winter's day. Yep. Because uh, it's risky having an outdoor party in the winter. Yep. Risky or risky? Both. <laughs> <laughs> You're in St Kilda Botanical Garden. You know what's risky. going on down there? <laughs> so, uh, you know, there was, I don't know, maybe, uh, I don't even know how many kids, more, more than I could deal with. And uh, I, it was my job to put on the games. Yep. And I was in Sydney the day before. Uh, filming that uh, new TV show pilot that Excellent. I discussed in the last episode that I'd like to discuss slightly in this. but So I didn't have time. I was tired. And I just went, you know, I just put a couple of balls in the bag, a soccer yeah. ball and a... But what uh, about the putty? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking quickly because I said, I'm you're trying to get through balls. It, but I'm getting in there. I'm getting in. You can't go, you can't go over the top of me. I'm coming for it. <laughs> coming for it. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus, what is happening? Anyway, I put a soccer ball and a football and then I took a game... That's called Kub. Oh, yes. We've played that before. Yes. Excellent game. Heaps of fun. It's nicknamed um, Viking Chess. And it's nothing like chess. Well, it's like like there's pawns and a king. Yeah, I guess. Like they've Uh, named some things... Is that the same names. as yes. Yeah, that's know, where it, that's where it ends. I guess it's kind of tactical. It is tactical. You can place uh, yeah, yeah. things in certain places, but I played the uh, basically the, the game is yeah you both uh, st- you stand in a uh, a field and you, it's st- it's all set up and you've got five pawns on your army yeah yes and the and pawns are like just like big wooden sticks big big yeah chunks of wooden uh, square wooden pegs basically yeah and then there's a, a a much bigger one sits right in the middle and that's the king of the pitch is the king yeah and then you have some quite big bits of dowel yeah uh, that are you know about uh, 20 centimeters long yeah uh, that you hurl at the other s- opponent's yep. pawns now i think we could all agree Eight-year-olds throwing bits of timber <laughs> at each other <laughs> was a great idea for a game. <laughs> like, I'm surprised you didn't set them on fire. Because <laughs> it's quite a... It's, it's sort of the, the way you're meant to do it is it's like a sort of an underarm bowling action. Yeah. And they are just <laughs> piffing them. These things are through the air. I'm like, everyone run! <laughs> Look, it was a highlight of the party. We had a great time. Some kids broke some arms. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it was good. It was I good. I love it. 
But that's a big day, a birthday party. It was a big a day. It's a big day. It takes out because it's not just the time of the party, it's the prep before the party. Yeah. It's the managing your kid that's before right. the party. Yep. It's managing them after the party. It's the cleanup. It's yep. a long, long, sugar, long, long sugar day. come down. Oh, all oh, of oh, that. Oh, um, uh, Leonard's uh, uncle, um, his mum's little brother, has made a cake every year. And I've seen a couple of these cakes, and they're always epic. epic. They're epic. Like they're, he made they're, a minion. They go cake, next level. An R two D two cake. Yeah, I saw like the. I remember the rainbow, the rainbow one. one. That was amazing. Yeah, this one he actually got an easy suggestion from Leonard. He wanted oh, yeah. a Rubik's cube cake, <laughs> not <laughs> a square. <laughs> Buying it different colours. No, but I want it to move. I want move parts. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but he did a wonderful job. Anyway, today I'm not going to go into it too deeply. But just as we're about to start to record, <laughs> I got a phone call. I'm like, I don't know that number. I'm not answering it. And then they left a message. Jeez, I hate when people leave me messages. Really? It's so frustrating. I prefer it. You because love it. You, you are one of the only people that leave me messages. <laughs> but I just kind of go off on a tangent. Yes, your message would be uh, this. Uh, I wasn't calling for any reason. Just uh, checking in. Oh, um, mate, I'm just outside the house. What the hell is happening over there? Some pigeons <laughs> anyway. Look, I've got to pick up some milk later. I fucking, I think I shit myself. Oh, anyway, I'll talk to you soon, buddy. Got to go. And then, like, not hang up. Yeah. Because you'll just hear footsteps walking <gasps> what, along. What was that message? <laughs> so anyway, I listened to the message in the moment that you were setting up the equipment. Turns out it was the school. Leonard's sick. you got to come and get him. I'm like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah. So I go there to pick him up. Listen, I'm not a doctor, <laughs> but I have parented this child for eight years now. And as soon as I walked in, I looked at him and he looked at me and we both knew the level of bullshit. <laughs> He's pulled a fast one. Well, look, you know what? In, in all fairness to him, I think... Genuinely, what's happened is he had a big day yesterday, back to term three. Yeah, and he's that's overwhelmed. right. That's right, because it's first day of school. And he's overwhelmed. Yeah. And so, you know what? Uh, if he wants to be at home, sure, be at home. Yeah. So, excellent. I've tied him to his bed. <laughs> that's where it'll stay until he's 18. We've enrolled uh, Penny in the school. Oh. We were choosing like between two schools. I did like the tour of the two schools. And it's weird choosing between like a primary school. Like, yes. I never did a tour of a school as a kid. Like no. I went to like five different primary schools and each one was like, oh, you're going there. That's right. My mum would like, my parents moved around and they'd go, oh, like, you're going there. Yeah. You just go there. to the school that's at the end yeah. of your street. Yeah, you just that's go to the, the closest one you go school. To. Yeah. And like both schools were pretty good. One was probably a bit more happy-ish and progressive. Yeah. And the other one was a bit more just standard school. Yeah. Uh, but it's so much closer. Yeah. Both schools were great. I'm not going to lie. Sure. Like I didn't have anything against the progressive one. I liked that they had like three different year levels in the same class. Oh, yeah. So they're like seven-year-olds, six-year-olds, and five-year-olds in the same oh, class. Okay. So the seven-year-olds can help the five-year-olds kind of like yep. kind of learn, and then they're learning yeah, yeah, to yeah. manage other people and be respectful. I thought that was really nice. Yep. Uh, the other school, they get like laptops from, I don't know, very early on, and they yeah, go for a trip in, to Japan, and it's a bit more like a normal school, but they're also a bit more progressive. And these are both public schools? Both public well, schools. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but we're going to the normal school, the normal, like normal, air quotes, sure, yeah. uh, because it's like, you know, five minutes from my house. <laughs> good choice. <laughs> yeah, it's like, That's it's a good like, choice. It's just up the road. And it's a good school. Because you know what I've been surprised at? Not only from uh, observing others, but even I really myself. really high there on school. Hey? Good school. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the amount of uh, energy and time people put into thinking about primary schools. With all great respect to primary school teachers... Uh, unless the the place is is full of kids that are going to start setting cars on fire, yeah, um, it's a primary school. Well, I think like the studies are like if you're 
getting like that help at home, if you're like being encouraged at home and being read to and like yeah. learning at home, yep. then you'll do well at primary school. Yeah. Uh, and like the school, the more progressive school was very like white and middle class. Yeah. And so there are a lot of people, I think, in our area sending their kids to that school and then away from the school that was probably a bit more diverse, yep. which doesn't help anybody. No. So we're sending our kid to a more diverse school because we're not racist. <laughs> yeah. We're and a little what? racist. <laughs> Just a little bit, behind closed doors. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, you'll probably get a better situation because that school will have a smaller population, which means your kid will get more focus. Well, they get more funding because yeah. the other school has uh, – it's in a bit more of an affluent area, so they get less funding from the government. Yeah. So this school – Gets uh, you know a lot more funding. Anyway, so we chose a school, but Penny is a bit nervous about going to school. Yeah, I think I've said this before. Like she's afraid of getting um, older. She doesn't like the idea that she's getting older. Oh, we're all in the same boat. <laughs> <laughs> so I took her to the movies for the first time the other day to show her that when you get older, you get shit. Yeah, like it gets exciting. Like yeah. those things. So we went and saw Hotel Transylvania Three. Oh terrible movie is it just the worst but we bumped into her one of her kinder friends there okay and so like it was a really nice time got some popcorn we shared an ice cream does she sit and watch the movie is she at that age yet oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. great yeah, yeah no i've had him trained from as early as possible <laughs> well uh, but there's difference to sitting at home watching a movie and being at a cinema um, no 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 she's hooked in great she's hooked in and Good. she she enjoyed it there's bits where she like laughed and there's bits where she's like oh ah, yeah know. Good. But as far as animated movies go, we should do animated movie reviews on this. Yeah, absolutely. Because we love animated movies. It's the number one genre of film that I watch. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. Hannah and Leonard went on a date for school holidays. Oh, lovely. And they were choosing between Hotel Transylvania 3 and The Incredibles 2, and they chose correctly and went to Incredibles 2. Penny, a little too young for Incredibles 2, I think. Like, I think that's a bit... Because she does get a bit timid. She's a bit nervous. Well, a baby does turn into fire. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know (laughs) Might might just uh, fire her off a little bit No pun intended uh, And we Because we were like nervous Well, not nervous about sending her to school Because as I talked about last time Sent her to the OT Yes Which was sensory processing disorder Not sensory deprivation Which is the tank that you go into Yeah, that's what I thought at the time (laughs) But (laughs) I'm Completely different Equal levels of idiot as you So I was like, well, if he said it It must be true It must be true It was not true Okay Uh, And then the OT got back to us today And she's like Yeah, she's exactly where she needs to be For her age Uh, Her imagination levels are really good Good Um, And she was saying like If you're not imagining stuff now if your imagination plays good now then it may lead to in year three like they've done these studies where it's so accurate it may lead to like um learning difficulties if you don't have a good imagination yeah but if you have too much imagination you'll become an artist and you'll never earn any money (laughs) (laughs) anyway it was nice it was nice to hear from her that like yeah yeah she's fine just um just keep doing what you're doing Keep like the fine motor skills, you know, yeah. she's a bit thing, she's a bit timid, you know, just keep at it. She's Isn't, all right. How great is it hearing from somebody who has a piece of paper that says they're a professional yeah. that your kid is normal? That your kid is normal. And oh. it's like the amount of pressure, like, and Claire and I, and I'm, I've got to say, like, we're both pretty relaxed. I would be a bit more relaxed. That's yeah. not saying that Claire's stressed out. Yeah. We're both pretty relaxed about this kind of stuff, and I'm very relaxed about it. But even I, I was like, oh, what if there's. Yeah. What do we do? What if she does fall behind at four? (laughs) (laughs) 
It's a ridiculous thing. Like, I don't know if she my... can't write her name. She's four years old. Oh, it's all <laughs> over for her. Focus on Silo. That's where the money is. I don't know if my parents were stressed about it, but I'm pretty sure that I'm confident in saying that both my parents and your parents didn't even think about this shit. No. Their generation didn't think about this shit. I don't think so. You just went to school, got it done. <laughs> Shut up. Speaking of my parents, my mother sent me a text after the podcast <laughs> <laughs> last week. Lizzie! Lizzie! Quick shout out to her again. You still got a hangover, mate? How <laughs> <laughs> you feeling, buddy? How's that tum tum? <laughs> Really, Wade? Really? <laughs> I just laughed and laughed. Very funny. Oh, oh, man, man, the photos that we're sitting on, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah, so, um, first of all, I want to say a, a big thank you to the Shitting With The Door Open fans in Sydney that actually did, in fact, turn up to the taping of oh, Taboo. Oh, fantastic. Shout um, out. I, uh, I've been going a fairly long time in this industry, and this... And I'm appreciative of anybody, whoever yep. buys a ticket to see me for any reason, uh, or comes out, you didn't even have to buy a ticket to that one, it was free, uh, <laughs> you rat fucks. But <laughs> what I want to say is, I'm truly enjoying the dedicated Shitting With The Door Open fans. So am I. I've, I've never had fans so dedicated. It's lovely. <laughs> I'm enjoying the constant rat fucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, just the guy on the way out just went, not a rat fuck moment amongst it. <laughs> and one of the producers was with me. He was like, should I shield you from him? And I just patted him on the back. Ah, shitting with the door open. <laughs> Here he is. It's so random. People just call you a rat fuck. And everybody else is like, why did they do that? People like, call me a rat fuck on Instagram. Like, <laughs> ah, I thought you might have been a rat fuck. All right. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> just out of context. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I can't say too much about uh, the TV show in detail, other than what I already said. Yep. Uh, it's about four disabled people, and uh, I had to write comedy about it. I won't go into the specifics of, of the people, because it, it does have uh, an an airing date, an air date. Yep. It will come out uh, sometime in the week starting the 19th of August. Yep. Uh, but this is what I thought when I was performing, because I was there in front of these four great people that I got to know over a week and um, a couple of their parents were in the room. Wow, so interesting. And I couldn't stop uh, looking at them uh, from the perspective of a parent. Yes. In fact, that was the case on the week holiday. It was how I would feel as a parent, one, if this happened to my child, any one of the things that have happened to these four people, uh, and, and two, if then there was a comedian... <laughs> making jokes about them <laughs> and their their tragic situations in some cases and I um luckily like there was a there was a couple of them as I was performing I was looking at the parent yeah not at the participant yeah right. um just going I hope this Gauging is okay the response kind of thing yeah, yeah, yeah because this is your baby yeah yeah for sure this is your child um, and, and how was the response right fortunately very well from, how from do you all think of them you would go like say there's like a car accident and yeah. one of your boys. Or one of my boys girl. is uh, injured in a, in a permanent fashion. Yeah. Well, I'd, that would be horrible in itself. Yes, that's right. I think you. I think like I would like to think I'd focus on the there and now. Yeah. Like you focus on that situation as it's happening, and then after like uh, you've got through like the worst yep. of the initial emergency, the initial accident. Yeah. Then you start thinking about the long term. And you just go like, well, that's people deal with us in life. Yeah, you're a smart, resilient kid. Yep, we're just going to deal with this in life. This is your life now. This is this is what we're doing. And I think that is exactly how I would like 
to I, go about it? I would like to think that I would. Yeah, about but it. I'd, once you I would that probably trauma, just out yeah, the door. Yeah, I'd fall apart and run away. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> can't deal with it. No, but I think that's the right attitude for everything, right? Yes, Even something as, ex- as extreme as uh, uh, sustaining a permanent disability. But anything that happens, it's like, well, this is your life, mate. This is the things that you have to deal with yep. in your life. Uh, and this is how we're going to try and, 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 try and normalise yeah. their existence as much as possible. Absolutely. Because what I found out too, uh, but I found this out in several other moments in my life, but especially with these four people, is that use of the word normal, there is no normal. There is no normal. There's no normal. We're not normal. Fuck, we're not normal. Those chickens aren't normal. No, they're looking fucked. at They're fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Real weird. But nobody's normal and no one's abnormal. No. No, you just are. You just are. You just are. And I think that's when you get into uh, to a lot of issues of uh, prejudice. Actually, you know what? I think there's probably like 5% of the population of the planet that are fucking weirdos. Yeah. But outside of that 5%, yeah. Yeah. we're all fine. Oh, there's some proper weirdos. There's some proper fucking dead shit. And out you there. should point and stare at them. <laughs> <laughs> I saw on the way over here today, I saw like this 55, 60 year old dude and it was, it's freezing today. It's cold and windy. He's just wearing like shorts and like a waistcoat uh, and like a t-shirt, but the t-shirt is too small so you can see his belly button and he's on a scooter and he's just scooting out across the road in front of the traffic. He's just going boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, you know what? You're at the far edge of normal. (laughs) (laughs) Right over there. I'm going to give you a pass. Anything past that guy, (laughs) you're out. (laughs) But yeah, each to their own. I think if you look at the the normalest person that you know in your life, whoever that is, dig deep enough and you'll find some weird skeletons in their closet. Look, as long as you're living your life by not fucking with other people, you'll find that. Yeah, absolutely. Do whatever you want. Yeah, do whatever you want. Just don't hurt anyone else. And yeah, you're, and you're fine. Absolutely. Like, don't admit emotionally or physically. Yes. You know, yeah. hurt anyone else. And if you're not doing that, you're okay by me, mate. Yeah. Do yeah. whatever trips your trigger. Yeah, yeah. As long as there's enthusiastic consent <laughs> from everyone involved. From everyone involved. Yeah. Yep. Oh man, how are you? Um, how are you feeling, like mentally? Because you've been away for ages. Now you're back for a bit. You settled back into the parenting. I look. I've been doing it uh, in in this sort of uh, in and out kind of way for the the whole time for the eight the eight year right. career of parenting that I've had. So yeah, it's fine. It's not hard. You just get back in. It's not. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm, it's just I'm, your life. It's yeah. just my life. Uh, but I think it's it's the rest of the family that might. There's just a moment of you got to recalibrate. Yes. Uh, and and I'm this is the thing. I'm quite a a, a dominant force. Uh, in a situation. Yeah. Oh, do say. Oh, I haven't noticed, Sally. And sometimes I look at that as a negative and then other times I'm like, well, that's just that's just who I am. Yeah. I'm, uh, I, I can be louder than others, but often... It's good that you recognise it, though. Yeah. Well, I think often a lot I... of people are very unaware of like uh, their personality. You know what I mean? Yes. I guess I've been in a job where I'm discussing myself so much you know, as yeah, a yeah. comedian, you're just constantly discussing yourself and looking inwards. You should be pretty aware. Comics that aren't aware of themselves, there's something deeply fucking wrong with them. Um, <laughs> but, but sometimes, to, to counteract that, I literally just retreat from life altogether. I yeah. don't respond to things. I don't talk. And, yeah. um, anyway, I, I'm conscious that I, within our family framework, because yeah. Hannah is, is quite calm and peaceful in comparison yes. to me, to not dominate the space... And certainly not to create a moment where it's when dad barks that things are meant. Yes. That you can have meaning in a calm way. And the point about that is I today went to 
technically my first Steiner playgroup. Ah. Walter is going to Steiner playgroup. I went to one last year. And with Henna. Sorry, I'm going to show a bit of ignorance here. Like, I know Steiner is like a different way of doing things. Yes. But I'm not entirely sure of the way. And I am not going to give you any uh, definite factual information just, there. Just, but just a, like a two-word like it a two Basically, it's, it's, uh, it's sort of in line with gentle parenting and it's, okay. it's gentle education. It's okay, nice. uh, allowing children to find their own way. Like started a more by organic a guy named, kind of. Yeah. Like a more fluid. Started by a guy named Joseph Steiner. Uh, oh, you can look it up. Name. Yep. There's there's a whole um, ethos about ha- to educate. There's Steiner Primary Schools and Steiner High Schools, Steiner Streams at yep. public schools. Um, the the Steiner organisation had to come on board with the mainstream curriculum a fair oh, few yep. years ago now. Anyway, but this is just playgroup Steiner yep. playgroup. Yeah, and um, and it's all about being you know very calm and peaceful and everyone speaks <laughs> very. The hushed tones and... I don't think human beings are meant to be like that all the time. Well, not all the time, no, definitely not. But you um, should be able to be like that some of the time. Well, Hannah was sick and she's uh, expressed that she would like me to go to some of these. Yeah. And so the first one would just... It was either um, Walter doesn't go because yeah. Hannah's sick or I go. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, well, I'll yeah, just go. It was the first yeah. one. Um, and there was a very uh, um, heavy split of genders of oh, parents, really? meaning I was the only dad. Yeah, no I can, surprises. I can imagine. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that is not surprising at all. And I found the whole experience very calming. Oh, lovely. I could, I could deal with that once a week. You oh. just go in and everyone talks very quietly and they have all these songs. They have everyone there, all the other parents, all new um, all the different songs yeah. and, um, and the different hand movements. They, you know, they, they kind of sing as they're making bread, and then because you always make a bit of bread, yeah, and wow. then that goes and gets baked, and then you cut up fruit, and the kids are all learning to cut up fruit. And then, oh, how lovely! Um, yeah, it was actually just really lovely. And that's after nice. it, I was like, that was that's nice, very nice. I did have multiple moments in it though. I just wanted to yell. Like, was, <laughs> everything was so calm. I just occasionally just want to go. <laughs> <laughs> just like a little kid walk past me, just go. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was good. I, I I think I could use more moments of uh, engaging with other kinds of humans. Yes, than the kind of humans that, that I normally normally engage with. Yeah, I mean, mainly I'm engaging with humans when they're in a real passive role. They're yep. sitting in an audience. I think there's nothing wrong with embracing like every or almost every aspect yeah. of like the human personality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But there's, I don't like the idea of uh, when you're angry, being told you've got to repress that anger. You just Absolutely. have to find a, a better outlet for that anger. Yeah. A, a good outlet for that anger is not screaming at your kid. No. It's going to do, fuck, I don't know what like a better outlet is. But, you know, it's, you've just got to be able to find a better way to express that you're upset because, like, these emotions are real. They're real. And then why? And the only the, why are we being told that it's bad to be angry? Yeah. Why are we telling it's bad to be sad? Like these things happen. Yes. You deal with them, and then you move on. Like oh. that's a much healthier way to to go about it. Couldn't agree I think, more. Than just kind of going, no, no, you have to be calm and peaceful twenty four seven. Like that's how fucking people become serial killers. Yeah, it's not normal. It's not normal, right? I actually had a good moment with this this morning. I had not had a lot of sleep. I haven't had a lot of sleep in the last sort of month because of the work and then uh, jet lag and then um, just the, the very intense emotional nature of And as we've taboo. talked about many, 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 many times, sleep deprivation is a killer. It makes you it's absolutely, absolutely insane. Absolutely mental. So 
Leonard was told last night, do not come into the room before 7 o'clock. Then he goes, you said I can come into your room anytime I want. And I said, yes, that's correct. You're allowed to come in my room anytime you want. But if it's before 7 o'clock, no talking, no moving. You climb yeah. into bed, that's fine. Yeah. Before 7 o'clock, no talking, no moving. He comes into the room at 20 past 6 this morning. Fucking nearly lost it, right? Yeah. I, I haven't had much sleep. Um, was trying to be up and present for Walter, whatever. So by about... 6.40, finally I had to get out of bed and I'm trying to get school lunches ready and breakfast ready and yeah. do that. And Leonard said something, doesn't even matter what it was, and I barked at him. I had a, a rational response to yep. it. And then, you know, I, 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 as best I could, because <laughs> I was just like seeing red, Yeah, I looked at him and I said, mate, that wasn't fair for me to bark at you like that. I want to explain why. I haven't had much sleep. I'm I'm having a really hard time uh, managing my emotions at the moment and I'm feeling really frustrated. All I need from you right now is when I ask you to do what I'm about to ask you to do, please just say yes, Dad. And he looked at me still and I went, can you go to your room, get yourself in your uniform for school and clean your desk? And he looked at me and went, yes, Dad. I was like, because <laughs> I'm about to explode. He went in, he did all of that. And all of a sudden, the whole environment in the house was so much calmer. Oh. And then he referenced it about a half an hour later. He goes, it's heaps better when, nice. when I just go and do those things. I'm like, yeah, no shit, fuckhead. <laughs> 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 it's been eight years. <laughs> but he still would have learned. Like, I'm fucking, like, at Penny, like, she just, like, she doesn't listen. They don't listen. Like, neither of them listen. They don't listen. And then you're constantly at them and you're like, wah, wah, wah. But, um... Fuck, I had a point there, then I got lost in my own, like... <laughs> Self-congratulatory moment. And it, because that's the thing for me. What what I enjoyed about that process this morning was admitting to him that I was struggling. Yes. I admitted, I said, I'm struggling. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep together. Yeah. But also, that he finally, actually, I f really feel like he got the point. It's not that I want to be the guy that's always telling you what to do. It's there's just some tactical things that needed to be done in the morning. Yes. And if I just give you the direction to get those done... Every part of the morning is better and you can make your own choices. I remember what I was going to say. It's like I struggle with the fact that Penny especially, because she's a bit older, and I may be being unfair to her because it's when they're so close in age, yeah. you kind of like put a lot more pressure on the older ones yes. to like get it straight away, to yep. get what you mean. But she's four. Yes. You know what I mean? But I wanted to be able to read the room. If she can see that I'm getting pissed off yeah. at one thing and I'm like, Penny, do not get that book out from there. Yeah. What I mean is don't fucking get anything out from me anymore. Yes. Like that's what I don't mean. Don't move. Stop breathing. <laughs> Just like, get your like invisibility cloak on. Put it in there. And hide in the corner. What I mean is like stop. climb in your safety box. <laughs> <laughs> like like you know, don't get out like one of my books. And then she'll just go out and get something else out of mine or something. I'm yeah. like, what I meant was don't touch anything of mine. Yeah. Just go play in your room with your stuff. But she doesn't know that. No, because so she four. just so she just keeps getting one thing out after the other. Yeah. And, and you've got to explain explicitly for each thing yeah. like I'm like there are thousands of things in this house I can't possibly tell you each time so don't touch anything yeah and then you're like you sound like a madman because that's what you are you, you become a madman you become a madman but we've oh spent our God. entire lives right uh, learning to interact mainly with people who are now our own age and at our own level of development. Yes. And so you, you start to understand how conversations work. You can yeah. say stuff. People get it. Uh, you can read emotions sense. in the faces. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you become a parent and these utter fucking morons <laughs> arrive and you wonder, what do they understand? Simple direction. Can you not feel the tension in the room? Can you not feel it? 
It's electric in here. I'm not going to lie. I don't light a match. It's going to boat. You know what I mean? Like, and just Put the book away. <laughs> read the fucking room, mate. <laughs> just read the room. Oh, just be a four-year-old and read the room. <laughs> just be a four-year-old and have the, uh, the emotional intelligence of a 28-year-old. Please. For fuck's sake. Oh, what a perfect child that would be! Because four rules, four. They're, them. they're very. She's very fun. She's lots of fun at the moment. Yeah, yeah. They're very cheeky. She's like always calling me Daddy Bum Bum, and I'm constantly don't call me Daddy Bum Bum. But so funny. It's very funny. Daddy Bum Bum. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in my tum tum. <laughs> <laughs> they're obsessed with their asses. <laughs> they're very funny. Uh, we're taking. I'm taking Penny and Sil to music class next oh. Monday. We've tried swimming. That didn't take. We tried ballet. One ballet class took, but then that shut down. So we took it to another one. But she just kept saying, I want to go back to my old ballet class. Right. I want to go back to my old ballet yeah. class. And so we took her there like, I reckon, eight or nine times. And every time she would just either hug mine or Claire's leg. So Scylla was there as well. They would just hug our legs. Yeah. And the teacher... That's not ballet. That's not ballet. The teacher would spend... I reckon 80% of her time trying to coax Penny and Syl into coming to the class and they would get like 30 seconds of dancing at oh. home. All the other kids are running around. Yeah. And at home, they are mad for a dance. Right. Absolutely nuts for it. Constantly putting on music, having dance parties. She does like these graceful moves and the thing. And I'm like, it's excellent. Would it be better if you weren't there for a couple? Like if you just I reckon and left. I reckon it might be. Yeah. I reckon it might be. But we're going to try... Um, uh, I reckon it might be better if... Uh, if we did that thing you suggested where you have like an older kid. Oh, you remember? yeah. Like, you yes. Remember like you're saying yes. like Leonard's, uh, yep. like that older kid taught him to skateboard. You slightly um, respond better, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They might respond better to a slightly older kid or as you say, just dropping them off. Yeah. But that might be putting like a lot of pressure on like a, I don't even know if you're allowed to do that at yeah. all. <laughs> allowed or not. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. I just got to get my wallet. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're taking her to music class and... It'll be good for her fine motor skills, like both of them. But also, they really enjoy yeah making music and singing. Like, I think the earlier love it. you can get music into your kid's life, the better. It, I, I have lacked on that. I've wanted to get Leonard uh, to do guitar lessons yep. and all that. Well, we, myself and my siblings, we all played a musical instrument for quite a quite a long time. Now in I remember life. this trombone. Trombone for me. <laughs> yeah, but what Real about the musical instrument? <laughs> Love the old bone. <laughs> the rusty trombone. <laughs> what are you doing back there? Actually, I like it. Keep going. Pull the slide. Anyway, I played the, the trombone. So uh, was uh, was fat and um, had a crucifix shaved into the back of my head. So really popular. <laughs> what a cool kid. What a cool kid. Uh, but I only started that at ten. Yeah, right. That was when you started at uh, at the primary school we went to. Yeah, I wish like I think my parents five. like offered to get me into like a musical instrument, and I just never took them up on it. And I can't. I really wish I had. Yep. Like I think it's the kind of thing where teaching your kid like a, another language or yes. a musical instrument and just forcing them to do it is the kind of thing that they might hate at the time. Yeah, but they will be thankful for that. I'm life. very like I, I'm I'm not a trombonist anymore, except on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but I did it for five or six years. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, Sinclair would be the same. He would have played trumpet possibly even longer, actually. Yeah. Uh, because he stayed right through the end of high school. Oh, what a smarty <laughs> pants. Randall was a drummer. Dumbest thing he's ever done. Uh, and Lois was a flautist. Oh, really? Yeah. And we, I think it was great. It yeah, was good to be a part of a team. You know, we were all in yep. orchestras and stage bands and all that kind of thing. We did like choir. Yeah, choir. we did choir. Choir practice. Fainted once. Did you? Yeah. Fainted a choir practice. Too hot. I was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was one of the cool kids with my braces. <laughs> what a great story. <laughs> How'd you hurt your head? I fainted at a choir practice. Oh, it hurt my braces. <laughs> I had the headgear and everything. Like my teeth were all whack and cronky as fuck. Cronky. <laughs> I had like this fucking metal like head thing that I had to wear at night. And I looked into my face <laughs> to pull my teeth back. <laughs> I'll see if I can find a photo. <laughs> Please. Oh, fuck yes. Yeah, I'll find a photo with me and my trombone dressed up with my cummerbund. <laughs> Just have to wear a cummerbund. There's no reason to wear no, it. Like, it's like these weird kind of like rules and Bow tie. Like it was a, like a purpley bow tie and a purpley cummerbund <laughs> because uh, we had a maroon, uh, maroon, maroon uh, uniform. Uh, and you have to. You're sitting down. You're trying to use your diaphragm, and it's it's being held in by this stupid cummer. <laughs> anyway, I'll see if I can find a picture of that. Excellent, excellent. What a, what a what a wonderful image. And you have anything on for the week? I'm off again. Oh man! Like a real rat fuck parent. I'm going to your home country for for two nights. I well, think I'm there. Say hello. Uh, I'm uh, going to be on a TV show over in New Zealand. Ah, going to Auckland. Going to Auckland and then I'm on a cruise ship leaving Auckland. Oh, great. Uh, for three days, I think, or four days. Yeah, nice. And then I'm back. So not a big trip. Uh, and then about a week or two at home and then on another cruise ship and then that's about all of the touring that for I have booked for the year and I'm going to try and keep things pretty empty. Excellent. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, just get... Get a bit immersive. Claire also leaves on Wednesday for a week. She's oh, off. Yeah. So a bit more... Solo parenting. Solo parenting. But at this stage, like, it's just... Your old hat now. Old hat. Like, it's a week. We have, yeah. like, a sleepover. We'll make some pizzas. You know, we've kind of, like, got a routine. Go to the zoo or the museum. Yeah. You know, it's it's easy. It's done. Yeah, I... Uh, I mean, even well, yesterday... Not easy. Being a bit blasé. But I'm not... Like, there's no fear in me. There's no, like, it's, oh, what am I going to do with these kids? It's like... I, I just you just parent. You just it's hard it. as hell, but you just do it. You just that's do different. It. You just do it because I had a day yesterday. Um, Hannah was feeling a bit sick, and so I uh, was doing quite a bit and trying to juggle both boys. And they're yeah. such different ages and such different needs. And it was fine, but it's also like uh, I'd I'd pay any amount of money for someone else to come in and do this at the moment, yeah. so I could sit <laughs> out the back and have a beer. <laughs> So I just had a beer while I was doing it. <laughs> it made everything heaps easier. It does. It makes everything heaps easier. But then the next day for me, oh. very not easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you invent like some kind of super-powered parent drug? Right, that helps, helps it's you. called cocaine. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, at the end of the day where things are just getting hard, it, the, the drug that calms you down so yep. you don't lose it, but peps you up, gives you a bit of energy, but also doesn't make it impossible to have a sleep and means that you can wake up in the morning fresh. You're describing like cocaine. Oh, I am describing <laughs> cocaine. If anyone out there is... <laughs> <laughs> <Just to> send <laughs> us. <laughs> if you run a private business, you need a plug on air, send us some parenting <laughs> Uh, no, 
Now, are we going to do any kind of um, setup for uh, our actual? Because we not only has it been a year, we're coming up to our fiftieth. We're coming up to our fiftieth ep, uh, maybe in like five weeks. Oh, in about five weeks. Okay. Yeah. Well, how about just to sow the seed for the for the listener? Just get some questions ready. Just get some. We're questions planning ready. something. There's going to be something. Very. Don't send your questions now, you rat fucks. Get them ready for when <laughs> we straight down you do the it. toilet. <laughs> Which won't be good for me because it'll be on my phone. I would have flushed that down the toilet. <laughs> but think of some questions, and then in a couple of weeks we'll uh, we'll get you to send them in. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. It'll be good. Great. It'll be good. And uh, and also coming up very shortly because it is getting to crunch time for the great man Nick Cody. Oh uh, yeah. We're going to do uh, another our second of the trilogy. Uh, Cannot wait. The future father. What an absolute gentleman he is. Yes. Like what an absolutely lovely guy. Man. Nick yeah. Cody. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to him and uh, Lucia. 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 Luch. Yeah. 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 On the precipice of no sleep. <laughs> you can't explain. No. People are like, oh, we can have a baby. You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Is it good? Well, you know, it's, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Run! You Run! Can't, you can't talk people out of it. Because no. once they've made their mind, and like, I remember like people coming to me for advice. They're like, oh, you know, should I do it? Should I not do it? I'm like, dude, there's nothing I can say that's going to change your mind. All yeah. I can say is you are going to have a lot less sleep and a lot less money. Like, essentially. And then once the first two years are gone, it changes. You know, it changes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're sleeping a bit more. But then it's like, as I've talked about before, it's like playing a video game. And, like, you fucking finish one level. Yeah. And then you've just unlocked another level. Yeah. Where you've got to kill another boss. And, and the level boss gets harder and harder. It just gets harder and harder. Yeah. But also, you've got to beat him in, like, a more cunning way. Yes. It's not just, like, punching him in the face no. anymore. You've got to outthink this motherfucker. Yeah. 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 You gotta be real shifty. Your children and are on, motherfuckers. On that, <laughs> on that level of of them tapping you dry financially, oh, that's absolutely the truth. Not they, they not tapping leeches. you dry. It's just that your earning potential can go down. Yes, it's bit, like this was especially true in our in mine and Claire's relationship yeah. because she had the earning potential. Yeah, and uh, they can cost. Uh, a lot more money. A lot more you know money. You're like but you just added say, two human beings to feed, clothe. Yeah. Whatever. But I, when I had Leonard, you know, that was what I was conscious of. And I was like, Jesus, I've barely been keeping myself alive. How am I going to do this? Well, what it's done, I've actually become a much better earner since I've been a father because you got to. We're a bit much As better at budgeting. And I yes. say like clothes. So grateful to some friends of ours who also have girls and yeah, like three yeah. or four years older and they're just constantly handing down these clothes and they hand down these clothes in like pristine condition. Excellent. I'm like, are you kids wearing these clothes? Because my girls wear them for like a couple of weeks. I'm like, well, that's fucked. <laughs> yeah. well, my boys are the same. I'll get hand-me-downs from people. I'm like, how did you keep that clean? What is that? Like, that is a pristine condition. Well, I appreciate it, but that goes no further. We're the end of the line. <laughs> <laughs> I bought Walter a jumper back from Russia. And it's this beautiful jumper. And, and Hannah was like, let's save it for, you know, a nice moment. Which I'm in two minds about, by the way. Because if you save it for a nice moment, sometimes they never come up. And then the that's kid right. never fucking wears the thing. But today... First day of uh, it's a nice Steiner uh, playgroup. Well, now it's already stained with mandarin <laughs> all over it. Like, oh, that's fucked. Too good. Uh, hey. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was so ready. For I had such nothing. a big moment. I know. I thought hey. something was going to come out. I thought I was going to be confronted by something. What have I done? <laughs> Jeez, you, oh, hey, I'll confront you with something. All right. I remember a few episodes back, you said you, you just speak to your children with normal words. You don't say ta 
right? You say thank you. Yeah, Because yeah. they're just, yeah. Well, what do you call those out there? What do you call those chickens? Chooks. No, what do you call them to Buck, you? Bucks. Yeah, exactly, you <laughs> fuckhead. <laughs> I've been thinking about it for weeks. <laughs> we just use big words. No, you don't. You say bock box for chickens. Yeah, we call them chooks and chickens, <laughs> but I like to say bock box for me, not for my kids. <laughs> I like to call them bock box. I think it's funny. <laughs> bock box. Oh, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, mate. Uh, love you, buddy. All right. Dads. <laughs>